With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, good morning, everybody. It is Friday, so, you know, that's awesome and stuff. You like that? Roll into the weekend and then, uh, you know, get the Super Bowl and all that good stuff going on. But, um, uh, oh, and some uh, some decent weather. So, um, for like two days and then it, it's going to be like, ha-ha, you forgot, it's February. So, uh, we'll get into that when we talk to uh, Ray Stage coming up a little later in the show and... Uh, as per usual, sorry, I'm just re. I'm trying to fully understand yesterday's press conference with Joe Biden, which I look, I get. That's not an easy thing. Trying to determine what the hell this dude's talking about. He was talking about some congressperson named Abigail, congressperson, and had an he had an aneurysm last year. Or, or no, I'm sorry, a couple years ago. Was really it was really confusing sitting here and attempting to understand what the hell this dude's talking about. That being said, um, what I was looking for is I was looking for a federal government that is also pivoting in the same way that we saw states doing, uh, elected members of Congress, Democratic politicians from a, a gubernatorial standpoint. You know, those kinds of things. Instead, this is what I'm trying to unravel. In fact, let me just play it for you. I'm going to play this, and, and tell me what you're able to extract from this. I've had uh, uh, a significant experience uh, with, uh, with hospital care. My son, Bo, was attorney general of Delaware and a, won the Bronze Star and Iraq, excuse me, and and, uh, uh, dealing with being deployed overseas for a long time, for a year. You know, he he came back with glioblastoma. He died. But you know what? Uh, You know, uh, the fact is that, uh, and I I was hospitalized a long time. I had a couple years ago, cranial aneurysms, was hospitalized for a long time. What, 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 now, let, just to be clear, it was, it was a lot more than a couple of years ago where Joe Biden did have, and, and it's a known commodity, people are aware of this, that uh, he had 
he had aneurysm issues years ago, but not a couple years ago. Also, it was not the Bronze Star was not awarded for for Iraq. He was talking about Bo and all that, and it was just. I know some headlines are like, ah, he had an aneurysm while talking about an aneurysm that's not the aneurysm that he had, which is a fair assessment in, in just in the general sense that people are trying to figure out what the hell he's talking about. That being said, if you actually break down what the federal government had to say yesterday as it pertains to you know how you live your life, Uh, the White House insisted that they are making plans for a less disruptive federal guidance system or uh, as it re- as it pertains to stuff they can control, which is things like airlines and federal buildings and things like that. You know, they're working on it. That essentially was the update yesterday. Meanwhile, uh, Many Democratic states, as we mentioned, they made clear they're not waiting for Washington as uh, frustrations grow there and election hopes grow thin. Uh, But they're doing crazy stuff like New York and California, where they're going to ease mask mandates, change various public settings requirements, except when it comes to the children. By the way, Illinois uh, just announced yesterday the same thing. So you have these Democratic states, uh, which are 100% run by the teachers' union. Chicago might be the worst of all of them. And they're going to only require that the kids mask up in schools. I talked to you yesterday about how this is uncovered. This whole thing has uncovered people who are immensely evil. This portion of it right here. And what you're seeing with these decisions is the crown jewel on that. There is, is, as much as you may be frustrated and I may be frustrated, and you think it's like I go to a restaurant and I can't get COVID if I'm sitting down, but if I stand up, I get COVID, right? As stupid as that is and as frustrating as that can be, The idea that you would continue this process just with the children and just in that one setting is mind-boggling and is evil. There's no other word for it. I don't generally use the word evil that much, right? I can question people's motivation. I may think they're wrong, but I think it's evil. And not necessarily even in a biblical sense. It's not a religious thing. It's just evil. And this is the direction these states are coming out and going. And I, and I, I feel like you're missing the whole point. The fact that you're now deciding that the poll numbers don't look good for you, yet you're willing to yield the thing that might be the most annoying, at least from a, a you know a family standpoint, shows how much you're missing the point. They're sitting there and they're having to balance. Am I going to lose more votes from teachers not showing up at the polls and the teacher union drives and all the rest, or parents who are pissed off about this? And they've made their decision. Understand that when you see a law that is structured like this, your elected official has decided that when it comes to parents versus teachers, 
They have made a calculated choice. And if you're a parent in that situation, you should respond accordingly. Because you come in second. You're number two. Numero dos. So how does that feel? Because that's the situation you're dealing with. It's going to be very interesting to see where all these states go. Now, Roy Cooper, he had his little shindig yesterday. We'll get into that. Um, just a bunch of stuff here on your Friday because, you know, that's what we do. And uh, even some stuff probably not in the stack yet that just kind of comes up because that's, you know, that's also the hallmark of Friday. But right now it is 6.15. We'll take a break. Be right back. Hang on. A new decade on the calendar and celebrating 10 years on the air. This is 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle and News Talk 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. All right, good morning. Uh, it is 620 here on the uh, KCO Day radio program. Sorry, I was just trying to understand... This accident here. What a weird headline. Moped driver pulled beneath tractor trailer in fatal crash. This was in uh, Joko overnight. Um, do, 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 do. Where was this on uh, NC39? All right. We'll come back to that. Let me, uh, let me get to this because I mentioned that uh, both at the federal level and the state level, We had, um, I, I, I don't even want to call it a shift. Here's, here's where we are. The North, uh, North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services on Thursday uh, released an updated COVID-19 guidance toolkit for public schools. In-person learning and keeping children and staff in schools while decreasing risk of transmission is the priority for the new guidelines. That's what it says right there. All right. Uh, most significant update, uh, basically how if your student, if a student tests positive but is anti or is asymptomatic. And here's how it reads. Individual contact tracing and exclusion from school of asymptomatic people after an identified exposure is no longer recommended statewide. So I, I, I'm sorry, not, not if they're positive, but rather if they're exposed to somebody who's positive. So if, uh, you know, if uh, your rug rat is around one of their buddies who get, is test positive, but they don't, and they're asymptomatic, then they don't have to stay home. The, the point is, is it ain't much. It's not much. And, that, and by the way, it's not even effective for another, what, 10 days or something? Yeah, February 21st. That means effective Monday, February 21st, students exposed to COVID-19 who don't show any symptoms will be allowed to stay in the classroom. Uh, House Speaker Tim Moore had wrote a letter to the governor calling on the administration to change uh, the Department of Health and Human Services guidelines that the speaker said, quote, have all but compelled local schools to keep their mask mandate in place, uh, which is, by the way, um, the way that that's described. That's true. It is, yes. I, I know the governor at one point, and I was even I was even hopeful. The governor, when he initially came, I was like, "No, we're going to give school districts a choice. They're going to have a choice." And then, essentially, 
uh, uh, through guidelines out and, and, and literally through activism, right, for school districts who push back. You had, you had discussions that the state needs to interject, and it's like, well, I'm sorry, did you offer a choice or did you not offer a choice? Remember how many school districts folded like a cheap suit? Which is why a bunch of you school board members who are giant pieces of crap who, uh, you know, essentially violated what your constituents expected of you and you told them you were going to do, I hope you're out on your asses uh, this, this election. But, you know, that's just one of those small little things I'm looking forward to. So, oh, it's going to be the best. There's a whole lot of people who need to not be in elected positions anymore. And unfortunately, a bunch of you decided to come along for the ride. How are you feeling about that now, by the way? Bunch of folks who were elected by the very same people who are going to vote you out this year. And it is important for anyone of you listening in the sound of my voice, whatever county you're in, wherever you're at, that uh, when you get ready to go vote, you be fully informed about what your school district people did, your city council, county board, whatever it is, wherever you live. Don't just be like, oh, they got an R after their name or they got a D after their name or whatever it is. Just look at it, and if they went along with, with, with screwing your kid's educational future to the extent that they were willing to, fire them. Be done with it but know who it is and what they did. Go back and look at those votes about mass ma- optional mass mandates that they decided that they needed to get in on, especially the ones <clears throat> who initially didn't go along with it and then folded to the pressure of activists, moonbat Democrats, our governor, um, Mandy Cohen, who got rewarded, of course, with a sweet gig again. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fire them. Fire each and every one of them. And if there's not somebody who's running against them who you feel is an acceptable option, then, you know, either you do it or you find somebody, recruit somebody, get somebody in there. That was one of the most embarrassing things. The amount of districts, when the governor comes out, he says, yeah, you're going to have a choice. You can do whatever you want. Here's your, here's your options. And then I had to sit there and watch people who initially voted against it all of a sudden fold. Now we're, now we're just scratching the surface of what is going to be the um, educational impact for students all across North Carolina, all across America, all across the world in many instances. And anyone who contributed to that should be fired. In some cases, they should probably be jailed. But Because that's what we do now. We jail our political opponents. I don't know if you've heard about this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a thing. It's a thing. Unfortunately, it's becoming a more difficult thing here uh, on the... Um, look at this. I love this story. This CNN had to report this. They must hate this. White House records obtained uh, so far by January 6th committee show no record of calls to and from Trump during riot. 
Yes, I know they really they want the Camp Auschwitz guy to be texting Trump during this thing. That is their wet dream. That's what they want, man. However, White House call records now in the possession of congressional investigators do not reflect calls made to or from then-President Donald Trump as the violence unfolded on Capitol Hill, leaving them with gaps so far in their understanding of what transpired that day. What a way to write that. So you have, because keep in mind, they have phone records from, I, I can't remember what the number is. It's a ridiculous number of people that they essentially have the phone and text records from. Remember, remember Mark Meadows turned all that stuff over. And then they're like, oh, okay, yeah, now we need you to come in. And, oh, by the way, we need you to testify about stuff that is literally privileged information. Even though you said you testify about all the non-privileged, we need you to testify about the privilege. Uh, being executive privilege uh, as it pertains to the White House rather than the campaign. And Meadows said, I'll, tax, I'll talk to you about all the campaign stuff, but I can't, as chief of staff, talk to you about the executive privilege stuff because that's not my privilege to exert. That is former President Donald Trump's privilege. You know, it's like attorney-client privilege. So uh, CNN writes, says, oh, they have gaps there. They don't have gaps. They've just subpoenaed and received literally hundreds of people's phone records, and they haven't found a damn thing. Uh, anyway, so that's where we are. The craziness ensues. It is Friday. Lots to get to. Hang on, everybody. Ten years of news twice an hour and smart talk all day. 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM talk in the Triangle. All right, good morning and uh, welcome back. It is 635 here on the KCO Day radio program. Um, did that... Did the Super Bowl story, I'm sorry, I'm just looking at this. Did the Super Bowl story not make it into the uh, prep stack? Did it not email to you or something? The hell is with our email here lately, man? I swear. All right, well, let me give you the gist while I'm just grabbing this because um, I'm getting here in my stack. Um, so I, I was reading this yesterday, and I feel like from an NFL standpoint, uh, this right here is the worst idea that I've heard of. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff coming out from a sports perspective right now. Oh, by the way, did you see that the MLB, it looks like they're going to go universal DH. Looks like that's going to be a thing. So, you know, just FYI on that. All right, where? Oh, no, the London one, that was in the that was in the stack. Yeah, that's what I'm sitting there and I'm looking yeah, put it for in. right here. One, two, three. I'm. I swear, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at the whole stack. There it is. Oh, it's just weird the way the titling showed up. All right, so here we go. <clears throat> so, let's talk about the uh, Super Bowl, which, uh, by the way, is in Los Angeles this week, where the Rams play, but they're not the home team because they alternate. Whatever. Um. But, you know, other than the traditional places where they put the um where they put the Super Bowl, 
if you build a new stadium, you can generally get a Super Bowl in your city. The Minnesota Vikings stadium was host to a Super Bowl here a number of years ago. Indianapolis got a Super Bowl. Um, but for the most part, you, you kind of want to do it where it's warm. So, you know, the Miamis of the world, the New Orleans, although New Orleans is kind of rejecting Super Bowls here as of late, uh, Tampa, Atlanta, um, Vegas, obviously with their new stadium. Uh, they've got uh, Super Bowl coming up. However, outside of an actual NFL U.S. stadium, I'm going to go with a big hard no on what the NFL apparently is entertaining. As you know, there are multiple games each year that take place over in uh, London, or in the United Kingdom, I should say, because they did move to one other stadium. Um Multiple games, and there's a lot of debate over whether that's a positive thing anyway uh, for the teams that have to go over there, deal with the time change, and uh, continue to truck on. Uh, they played uh, they played at least one game that I can think of in Mexico City, perhaps more, and I believe they announced they're going to have a game in Germany coming up next season. But those are all regular season games or preseason games in some instance. Now, um, Tottenham, Tottenham, I don't even know how you pronounce it, uh, which is obviously a soccer club, or excuse me, football, uh, but with a U, um, club, has apparently expressed interest uh, in this, by the way, the stadium's in London, or in the suburbs of London, expressed interest in hosting the Super Bowl in 2026. And the NFL says... They're open to the idea and reviewing it. Uh, no? How's that? I mean, I obviously I don't speak on behalf of the NFL, but the idea that you would offer or at least entertain the idea to move the championship game for that sport outside of the United States is mind-boggling to me. It's the Super Bowl. It's not just the biggest event of the NFL season. From a TV perspective, it's the biggest event in America every year. Which is why, you know, if you're a television network on Sunday, you're going to show pictures of puppies running around trying not to, you know, hump each other and uh, a crackling fire. I think the the one station does, right? Because there's it sucks all the air from American society. So the idea, and I look, I understand the NFL sitting there and like, oh, how can we make some more money? I got it, one hundred percent. Here's the problem I have with it: it it kind of leans into that whole thing, that big problem that um, I'm having with China where uh, companies or uh, in, uh, Hollywood is a great example of this, where essentially you have these entities that have decided that, well, in America we have 335 million people, but in China they have over a billion. What are we doing? And and they start appeasing and, and turning their product in that direction. Now, you could say, well, Casey, that's the, uh, that's the capitalist idea of things. They're, you know, they're welcome to do that. And... Um, you know, there's a lot of money that comes from China. Fine, all good and well. 
But, you know, to some extent, film and, and, and theater and all that has been a bit of an international endeavor. I don't like anything that benefits China. I think they're inherently dangerous from a uh, their current governmental structure. <clears throat> but, you know, the idea that you would even entertain the idea to move the Super Bowl to another country, I think that would be more detrimental than all the kneeling stuff. I, I got to be honest with you. Uh, let me give you the exact words here. Now, again, some people are like, well, they're just being, they're being polite. They're just saying they're entertaining the idea. They just want to be polite. They don't want to irritate some of the new fans over there in the UK. Whatever. But I, I honestly don't care. This is, like, they're never going to move Premier League. Talk to me when they're moving Premier League stuff. Or La Liga, or um, what's the, I can't remember the German one. It's got a weird name. You know, one of these big, big, big soccer uh, entities. Big football entities. Or uh, what's the, or, or cricket. Which I, I honestly I don't understand, but talk to me when they're moving that. Uh, what's the big Australia team, the All Blacks? Talk to me when they're over here and they're playing their championship, excuse me, their test or whatever the hell it's called, over here. And the answer is it's not going to happen. All right, 888-934-7874. So um, saw that story yesterday, got incredibly annoyed, but um, that's how it goes. All right. Good. Excuse me. So they're yawning on a Friday. We got an update coming up of the... Um, guy who uh, lost his crap on that flight that had to make an emergency landing in Raleigh. And, I don't know, it's a little bit of a head-scratcher, i got to be honest with you. And a, a wonderful, wonderful tweet yesterday. If you want to make all of the highlight reels for the upcoming political season ads, Wisconsin Representative Lee Snodgrass figured out the way. we get into all that and more coming up here on the KCO Day radio program. 1061 FM Talk and 94.5 WPTI, two stations driving the best in talk. This is KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News. Something fantastic happening in the city of Phoenix. I'll explain that coming up. For all you golfers out there, you'll appreciate that story. Uh, also, what exactly is the CIA up to? Two senators, two Democratic senators, Ron Wyden and Martin Heinrich, uh, have partially declassified um, some the C- uh, some bulk collection data program that the CIA is up to. And this sounds like NSA super sketch, man. I'm telling you. And, and, by, and, of course, the media is like, no, these are the good guys. They're trying to get it out there. They're also the guys that serve on the Intelligence Committee and could have put the kibosh on this crap. They don't want to stop the actual collection of data as much as, I don't know, maybe they, they, want, they want people informed on it, but why are you allowing the CIA to cl- do bulk data collection? Don't you see how that worked out when people found out about what the NSA was doing? People were not fans of that. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4Patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4Patriots.com slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. Wyden and Heinrich allege in a letter, a released letter, that the program has operated outside of laws passed or reformed by Congress but did so under the authority of a document signed by former President Reagan. So, it's uh, yes, it's Ronald Reagan's fault. It's done so outside, it's referring to the CIA, the CIA has done so out, entirely outside the statutory framework that Congress and the public believe governed the bulk data collection and without any of the judicial, congressional, or even executive branch oversight that comes with FISA collection. The basic facts have been kept from the public and Congress. Um, the nature and full extent of the CIA's collection was withheld even from the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. Um, I don't believe that. Because we have indicators where there are references that have been made within like two years ago. So when they say it was withheld, maybe they might mean initially, but for some time, uh, these cats on this committee have known, both the Democrats and the Republicans. Uh, They called for the CIA to release information on the nature of the collection effort, what's being collected, and how much is being maintained. Um, CIA issued a uh, pretty... Pretty lame statement there. It was like, yeah, yeah, we'll get back to you. So anyway, that's a thing. That's a thing. I just want you to know. And uh, could be very interesting in the end or or could just, you know, disappear. Let me get into some calls here. Scott, you're up first this Friday. Good uh, good morning to you. Scott, what's up? Good times. Throw Scott on hold there. Figure out if he died. And we'll go to John. What's up, John? Yeah, not much. How you doing? Good. Go ahead, sir. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I was just calling about the uh, the, the mask mandates for the kids and stuff. Um, yeah, I was saying earlier to you that the my belief is that, you know, as we go to school and stuff, they teach you to stand up when the bell rings and exit the classroom, uh, walk on the right side, announce the mask, wear the mask. 
And so when they become adults, they become uh, they, they actually will listen to everything that's being said instead of uh, you know like some of us out there having our opinions and stuff where we don't think the kids need to be wearing the mask in schools and and we know the masks don't work. Um, <clears throat> and personally, I, I I'm an ex police officer and I'm glad I left before all this because I believe in personal rights and and your constitutional rights and your civil liberties. Uh, uh, like most of us do, and I just couldn't enforce this. I couldn't go into a place and enforce something that, that just, with no legislative backing, no laws being passed, just a mandate from one person. I, I, I just don't believe that. Well, uh, it doesn't look like uh, many of your former counterparts are having a problem in many countries, sir. And, you uh, know, maybe the right, U.S. attitude right. would be different. But I, I see the videos up there in Canada. In Australia, it looks like they're gleeful. Mm-hmm. They're, I mean, they're I'm taking a truck great driver joy. now, by the way. Yeah. yeah, I'm a truck driver now, and uh, and uh, honestly, if we just stopped driving for about a week and just demand the uh, pipelines get cut back on, and we start drilling here in the U.S., maybe inflation will go down, maybe the fuel prices will go back down to something you know, it's like three eighty five a gallon now for diesel on average. And uh, yeah, they they don't seem to care, sir. They're leading the quote. They're wanting to lead the world in the transition to clean energy. That was Jen oh, yeah. Psaki's statement yesterday. So. It, it's coming. Uh, eventually, it's going to come. And I'm, I'm a, a believer in the hydrogen stuff that Nicola is doing personally, and uh, hopefully that will come to the forefront. But, and I'll just say this before I let you go, or else I'll talk politics all day. The uh, the whole thing with me, too, with this, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, um, with this, trying to force the fuel and stuff, you just can't force it. Technology has got to take it over, and eventually uh, it's, it's going to happen. We're going to get rid of fossil fuels eventually, but... Also, I like to say, if people pay attention, the Democrats consistently create the issue and then promise to fix the issue for election time. And if they ever looked at history, they'd see that throughout history. And well, to some like extent, now would reverse the mass mandates. I mean, and the Republicans are no better. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There's, there's both both parties have their issues, but I'm just not a big Democrat supporter at all. Never have been. Yeah, well, you know, and the, the other thing, and thank you for the call there, John. I appreciate you sure. uh, uh, checking in with us this morning. Um, yeah, the other thing, too, is yeah, there is the create the issue, fix the issue. But on, on the green energy stuff, it's not about, I, to your point, that the technology and the adaption and things like that are going to eventually, it's going to have to be the private sector that makes that call. To a large extent, you're correct, but you misunderstand that, Many of those uh, Democratic politicians <clears throat> think they can make that transition. They know that that's the case, but they realize that paying lip service to it and putting out insane, uh, you know, one sheeters uh, like uh, you saw with the Green New Deal stuff, they realize that that is that's feeding the beast on a certain portion of their voter base. So whether they accomplish it or not, and they accomplish, they they do accomplish some stuff, like. As we pointed out with the infrastructure bill, where they can sit there and they can say things like, and in the infrastructure bill, we uh, designated $120 billion to the U.S. port system, right? And if you're an idiot, you're one of these idiot uh, uh, political people who uh, it's always R or it's always D, and as long as they tell you they're doing this, you just believe them and take them at their face value, um, that sounds really good to you. Because you're like, oh, they're, they're t- tackle the problem of the supply chain issues we're having. The reality, of course, is when you look at the way that those dollars are allocated uh, as it relates to ports, the majority of the money is tied to projects 
that will not expand the current uh, um, uh, productivity of that port. The dollars are tied to green infrastructure. So transitioning pieces of equipment that may run on fossil fuels to green, although at the end of the day, uh, even green uh, engine technology runs on fossil fuels. It's how the power gets there. But ultimately, they instead of expanding the ability to unload you know, cargo ships, that money will then be used to, I don't know, take all the trucks that are utilized in the port, and there's usually a lot of vehicles there for running stuff around, and uh, getting rid of what might be perfectly good trucks in some cases and buying trucks that are green energy trucks. Just one example. There's a lot of different examples. Basically, anything that accomplishes carbon reduction, I believe, is uh, is fair game. So, you know, this is the gamesmanship that, that we sit here and see. And that's just how Washington spends money, man. They do that. They put it, you know, put little caveats in the background, but are able to go out and speak to the larger issue. And then, uh, you know, like SEALs, their idiot supporters clap at them. And nobody ever calls them out because nobody ever reads into this stuff. It's very frustrating. All right, 888-934-7874 is the uh, phone number you want to be on the show. I'll tell you what's going on in the city of Phoenix. I love that story. Because I've said it, and my buddies have said it, and everyone I've ever watched uh, golf on television has said it. They got the Phoenix Open this week. Fantastic. So we'll get into that coming up here in just a few minutes. Uh, Two big hours to go. It is the KCO Day radio program, and your news is next. And uh, welcome. It is hour number two here on the KCO Day radio program. Uh, specifically, it is 707. Uh, coming up, we're going to make you feel really bad about uh, if you're having some meat this morning, you know, maybe some bacon or some sausage with uh, your breakfast. You're. Um, uh, You might be a neo-Nazi or a white supremacist, just so you know. Ross, you eat any meat this morning? I don't currently think you're eating any, but... um, Uh, Not yet. you eat some? No? No, no, no? You're just chewing on your uh, granola bars in there or whatever those things are? All right. Well, just know that at some point today, um, if you are presented with the option of eating meat, what it truly means for you. Uh, One of the more insane... Uh, pieces of audio. This is from um, this lady's. Uh, this lady's got a long and storied history of uh, just being an absolutely back crap crazy uh, academic. But um, we'll get we'll get we'll get into her argument against eating meat. This is part of an Oxford Union debate, and um, it's some it's some crazy stuff. But first, let me get to this. 
New declassified remarks made by Rear Admiral Peter Vasily, the top U.S. commander in Kabul during the evacuation of U.S. troops last August, reveal that he and his office were plagued during the evacuation by requests ranging from the First Lady to the Pope, requesting special treatment for various people of their own choosing as part of the extraction effort. So understand, as, as people are pulling out of Afghanistan and the number continued to grow of identified Americans that we left there, not even counting the numerous allies and individuals who we had already promised and begun the paperwork process, if you will, that they, prior to this, could come to America based on the service and the partnerships that they provided to the U.S. military uh, during our time there. Um, While all of this is going on, Jill Biden and the Pope are literally being able to pick up the phone, call the guy in charge, and have a laundry list of individuals where members of the U.S. military would then be tasked with going and retrieving them. That's bonkers. And I, I would I would ask you to imagine a world where Melania Trump's doing that. And let me know how that goes. Basley was asked by the Army's lead investigator, Brigadier General Lance Curtis, if reports that the Pope and First Lady had asked for special help for individuals of their own choosing were true. And his answer Quote, that's accurate. I was being contacted by representatives from the Holy See and the First Lady's office in uh, getting through groups and uh, various contingents of uh, special interest. Um, Here, here's the line. I cannot stress enough how these high-profile requests ate up bandwidth and created competition for already stressed resources, said Vasily. You had everyone from the White House down with a new uh, flavor of the day for prioritization. Vasily called the outreach a distraction that created competition for stress resources. That part of the some 2,000-page report released by the Army, which, by the way, has now been just summarily rejected by the White House. Because this, the more that comes out, we talked about some of this yesterday, the more of this report that comes out, uh, like yesterday where they were, uh, you know, printed the part where when U.S. troops came upon State Department employees, they were literally in a room crying drunk. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. 
Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. And cower, cowering was the word. Excuse me, cowering and drunk uh, and having to be retrieved. And... That's not necessarily a judgment call on a State Department employee who may be terrified with what's going on, but it shows you how disorganized things were. That State Department employees were in a position where they continued to occupy an embassy or a consulate or whatever it was and do so while literally everything's on fire around them and they weren't previously removed by the State Department. Look, if you're if you're rolling the hell out of there and you're done, uh, get your staff out of there, especially your non-military staff. Ah, uh, let's see. Despite the fact that on August 22nd, President Biden promised that no American who wanted to leave would be left behind. Uh, his quote was, "I will say again today what I've said before: any American who wants to get home will get home." Basley told investigators that by August 22nd or 23rd, it was clear we weren't going to get all the Americans out. He added that, quote, he started having conversations at senior levels about the possibility of pushing the evacuation past the August 31st deadline, which, of course, they said, no, we're not going to do that because we already made the announcement and we'll look stupid. And I don't even know if we've gone through all 2,000 pages on this stuff, but I don't know that this stuff's going to get any better. But now that the White House has essentially said that the U.S. Army report is, and the State Department also issued a statement on this, uh, basically it's a bunch of BS, ignore it. Um, You'll get some coverage. I mean, the Washington Post covering it to their credit, but uh, it's not going to get the echo chamber that uh, these stories uh, normally would get. No, instead, the echo chamber is Donald Trump had some boxes of documents he took to Mar-a-Lago. And some of them are uh, secret or top secret documents. And people are like, oh, no, see, this is it. This is where he's going to jail. Uh, and let me throw a little couple things in uh, your direction. Uh, one, uh, Hillary had top secret documents, and Hillary wasn't president. And that's an important distinction. Because the President of the United States can declassify anything they damn well please. Did you know that? They can declassify anything they damn well please. That's true. So, arguably, now, should they have a bunch of documents down there? Probably not. I'd be interested to see what the actual count is. I think that they're being very vague in the way that this is being described. I, um, excuse me, I don't have the most, I don't have the uh, utmost uh, um, confidence in uh, the way that the media reporting is going on this. Uh, Keeping in mind, of course, that, you know, the president during his, his former president, but during his presidency would have documents. I mean, they had a skiff down there for, for God's sake. So, like, th- that was operating there. So are we talking about documents that literally existed there that weren't rounded up by archive employees? I don't know. Um, but they're trying to create this scenario, and I think that there's a certain gleeful nature to it because of the criticism of Hillary Clinton. 
that Donald Trump was extensively mishandling top secret information. Uh, and fl- I think one of the allegations was he was flushing it down the toilet. I don't know. Uh, I'd be interested to see where that pans out. But I would I would encourage people to remember the distinction. And if you couldn't get Hillary Clinton for it, I don't know how you're going to get the former president for it. Other than the fact that it's Donald Trump. All right, 888-934-7874. All right, coming back, before you bite into that bacon or sausage or uh, ham, by the way, country ham or regular ham? Ross, country ham or regular ham? What's your go-to? I would prefer regular. You don't like the country? You don't like the I didn't say I didn't like it. You said which one would I prefer? You would prefer the regular ham over the country ham. Yeah, if given well, the option, all of yeah. it. All of it, white supremacists. Sorry, man. It was a trick question. In both cases, you're wrong. I'll let this moon bat explain next why that is. Hang on. Your day, smarter, and celebrating 10 years of keeping you better informed. 1061 FM Talk and News Talk 94.5 WPTI. More with KC starts now. I'm not making an accusation. I'm just saying that it's a strange coincidence is all. There's a lot of things that don't add up. All right, so let me uh, let me explain the behind-the-scenes mystery that's going on here at the radio station. I'm just starting to put this together. So um, a couple days ago, a box arrived from Premier Radio Networks, um, and in it was four copies of the new Glenn Beck book. Um didn't think much of it. Did not, you know, during my pr- promotions, do whatever you're going to do with those. And then all of a sudden, and I didn't notice it initially, I look on social media yesterday and I happen to see that somebody's posted a uh, post uh, with the day after arguing that they were sent an uh, autographed copy of Glenn Beck's new book. Now, the copies that we received were not autographed. And. Uh, apparently Ross claims to have an autographed copy of the Glenn Beck book that was sent to him, uh, which included Glenn Beck signing hashtag Hayes for Sheriff. So, and miss, and then misspelling his own name. So you understand why some of us are, uh, wondering, and there's only three books in the box now. Oh, so you've seen the books you were here, right? I'm just pointing out that there were four books and now there's three books. Yeah, one of them was signed to me, and that's the traditional Dutch spelling of his name. I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate the accusation. <laughs> so his name is G L E H N. Yes, it is. I could. You need to educate yourself. Beck B E K or whatever. That's it, huh? That's the that's the traditional. He's a weird guy, man. Glenn Beck is a weird dude, right? Like he's a big history guy. You know, he's a nerd. He goes through these phases. So you just think he went Old English on his own name? 100%. The handwriting looks very similar to your handwriting, by the it's way. It's you know, dudes have the, you know, women tend to have similar handwriting, like the big bubbly, you know, dudes have the same yeah. sort of like, I'm a doctor, you can't read it. Well, that's, that is, uh, that is kind of my handwriting. It is very hard to read, so. Just saying, man. That's, uh, it looks, you know, it looks the, like. Uh, the, the version he sent me too, it looks like it's a regular book, but it's an audio book read by Jeffy, because I'm very important. Oh, is so it? Kind of, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so it's just a coincidence, all that other stuff. Uh-huh. Well, that's fa- okay. That's fair. I Look, this is why I'm, I'm just trying to clear this stuff up, man. So, 
why did they send us four books? Like, and then didn't even tell us what to do with it. So, you should put one in the mailbox for our boss. Um, you know, I'll make a list. All right, eight 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 nine three four seven eight seven four. So Ross has clout, or however you say it on the internet. Uh, let's see here. All right, let's get into this insanity. This chick, holy cow. How long is this cut? Let me see here. One minute, 38 seconds. All right. The I don't know if I've got a minute 38 of audio that is able to jam-pack this much moon battery, uh, this much insanity, this much crazy. And at first, you think she's doing a bit, but uh, she's not doing a bit. So if you eat meat, or if you decide that you're okay with people eating meat, there's certain things that you need to understand about you. And I'm going to let this woman go ahead and explain it to you right now. Please, for the love of God, be sitting down when I click play here now. I believe we should move beyond all meat. The assumption that the best protein comes from corpses is a racist belief. What? What? what, what? It's a racist belief because the best meat comes or the best protein comes from corpse. You would have an argument about the protein provided in, uh, you know, beans and stuff. I guess I've heard that conversation before, but it's racist. Tell me more. How do you know the animal would have picked you to feed off their corpse? What? How do you know the animal? Who would pick somebody to feed off their corpse in general? Who's other than that one? Didn't we? We had like that one weird cannibal story out of Germany years ago, where the guy's like, "I want to be eaten," and this other guy's like, "I want to eat a person," and and somehow they found each other because true love, and that you know that actually transpired. But you know that's uh, that's more of a one-off. Like you know, I don't, I've never as somebody who literally raised uh, uh, cows and delicious other delicious things to eat. I never really, you know, we never struck a, an agreement. We never had an arbitration thing where it's like, all right, oh, uh, you know, bring in uh, number 132 here uh, on the year tag. And uh, I just need you to sign here, sign here, so I can eat you. 21st century animal eating requires our complicity in a new colonialism. These events especially affect girls and young women. Your hamburger comes with a dose of misogyny. Pop- well, we got the misogyny in here too. Oh, wow! We're going for the uh, we're going for it all. Our culture is flooded with references to sexy cows, sexy pigs, sexy chickens, sexy fishes, who all just. What, what? Ross, have you ever sexualized a a a, a cow? I can't say I have. Now, now to be fair, I've looked at a steak, and uh, you know. Got a little burning in the loins. Just look at because right, it looked but that that's good. Completely different, though. I mean, yeah, or some bacon, or <laughs> yeah, right. But you don't want to. You don't want to. You know, hook up with it. You just want to eat it. So let's be very clear. Want to have fun? Meat eating is also one of the ways gender-based structures of oppression are perpetuated. Masculinity, a construct of the gender binary, facing constant destabilization, feels always under threat. And eating animals is its protection racket. White supremacists weapon, weaponized it, eating meat, eggs, and dairy. 
and the baiting of liberal men as so-called soy boys are all part of the neo-Nazi <laughs> messaging. To say you care about animals is considered a sign of weakness in a world still committed to the gender binary. Meat eaters like anti-abortionists have forgotten that one quality of non-existence is not having awareness about existence. When all else fails, meat eaters assert that animals are not our equals. I heard all your laughter. I know some of these must be new ideas or you think they're fringe or whatever. Our whiteness is part of the problem of meat eating. Oh, man. All right. We'll respond to this coming up. Hang on. Celebrating 10 years of keeping you connected. This is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. All right, good morning and welcome back. It is 7.35 here on the uh, KCO Day radio program. We were just sharing with you uh, this insanity. I believe we should move beyond all meat. The assumption that the best protein comes from corpses is a racist belief. How do you know the animal would have picked you to feed off their corpse? 21st century animal eating requires our complicity in a new colonialism. So she's got all the buzzwords in there. Don't worry, the patriarchy comes up, toxic, uh, toxic masculinity in a way comes up, and uh, everything comes up. What I love is reading the responses to this video of this uh, professor, this Oxford uh, uh, professor, and uh, specifically the, the amount of vegans that are really mad at this chick because they feel that she's giving uh, veganism a bad name and uh, they don't want, want to be associated with She's like the... Uh... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com slash on the right. That's four patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. She's like the Westboro Baptist Church of Veganism, I believe is um, is the proper way. It, it is really the feelings I've, I've seen of people that are responding to that who are vegan. Look, here's the deal, just so we're clear. If you don't want to eat meat, I got no problem with that. That's more meat for me. I'm fine. Even if I have to walk past that stupid part of the 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 store that's got like a soy chorizo. You know, that Kyle likes to go to. Whatever. I can you know, I can just kind of put the horse blinders on and move past that. 
I would also point out that I find it very interesting that for people who don't want to eat meat, the sheer volume of products that are meant to taste like meat. You get what I'm driving at? Like, at no point have I taken genuine, like a genuine piece of delicious meat and went, hey, hey, Ross, you know what would be a good business venture? Let's figure out how we can make this taste like broccoli. Doesn't happen. It's not a thing that happens. Seems to happen in the other direction. I find that interesting. It's almost as if, you know, we're omnivores. But, you know, but if you don't want to eat meat, fine. Just, you know, leave me the hell alone. That's a woman right there that's um, that's not a leave-you-alone kind of person right there. She's, she's, she's rolled out every accusation under the sun. All right, 888-934-7874. They're sending me weird stuff this morning. Oh, so I mentioned there's something happening in Phoenix. I'm sorry, I was going to get back to this, and I got distracted by the uh, meat lady. Hey, what is, hold on. All right, get to that in just a moment. So I here's what I love. Have you ever watched? Uh, you ever watched PGA tournament on uh, on the air on TV? And if you have, yeah, whether you golf or not, let me just put it this way. But if you have watched it, you've noticed that these golfers, if they get a little over into like the you know the little to the left, little to the right, where the crowd has been standing. There is on occasion, on occasion, they will hit somebody with their golf ball. It happens. Generally, it's um, it's nothing crazy, although there was somebody who got pretty significantly injured at a tournament a few years ago. I think she got whacked in the temple or something. And she made it. But, you know, the traditional thing is, ah, your golf ball hit me in the leg. So Phil Mickelson or whoever hit the ball comes over and, ah, ha, ha, ha. They'll literally sign a ball for you or a glove or something and give it to you. Right. Okay. Because you know, a lot of sometimes if it hits a person, it, it's actually a good thing. Because <laughs> instead of continuing to careen to the right or the left, it smacked a spectator and dropped likely in what would have been the rough on that hole anyway. And a lot of times it's tamped down, and that's not a horrible thing. But if you've ever watched the when they go to hit the ball after that, they will literally on the right or the left side of them, they will have a line of spectators where if they were to shake that shot in any way, shape, or form, somebody would get a golf ball right in the gourd at over 100 miles an hour. And it and every golfer who's ever watched that, uh, every regular golfer such as myself who's ever watched that, looks at it and goes, I, you know how many people I would murder every year if I played on the tour? Because sometimes I hit the ball and sometimes it goes right in that direction. And it is for that reason, I find it very interesting that at the Phoenix Open this year, they had crowds, uh, they had decent crowds over at the uh, Pro-Am. So, uh, you know, most tournaments, PGA uh, for the traditional tour, LPGA, Senior PGA, whatever, uh, the um, uh, web.com, although it's not web.com, was it Corn Ferry? Um, or not Corn Ferry. What is the what is the web? Oh, I'm asking Ross. Ross wouldn't know. But... You know, any of these PGA-associated events, they generally have a pro-am. And I've played in, I don't know, probably a dozen of these things. Because, you know, you, when you're a media, when you do the media sponsor stuff, you do this. 
And I've never had one where we had crowds. And thank God for that. Because of the Phoenix Open, they did. And apparently, the, uh, the, the AM part of the Pro-AM, which includes, let's see, CC Sabathia, Matt James, bunch of, uh, bunch of uh, minor celebrities playing with the uh, players there. Apparently, the amateurs are beating the crap out of the crowd. I was watching a highlight reel of this. On the 16th hole, which is, uh, from a golf perspective, the 16th hole at the Phoenix Open is a big deal. It's a... Um, they have a tradition there at the Phoenix Open. You know how most golf tournaments are kind of stuffy? At the Phoenix Open, it's a little different on the 16th hole. People are loud, they're obnoxious, they throw cups, depending on what you do. It's a whole thing. And so, as a result, when they're having the Pro-Am there, it gets pretty booked up because they also have most of the uh, luxury seating and stuff over there. And so, people are sitting there watching it. Well, if you're, a, if you're an amateur golfer hitting into this par three and you shank stuff like I do, apparently they're popping people in the crowd, including, uh, let's see, James hit a photographer in the head. And then in his follow-up, he, he hit somebody in the leg. Uh, Sabathia smoked somebody, uh, all sorts of stuff. People are just getting brutalized by these amateurs, and I'm here for that video. Let me tell you what. Um, Sabathia, by the way, is actually, I think he's supposed to be a pretty good golfer. But, um, in fact, he hit a spectator in the leg so hard that the dude started bleeding from a golf ball, which explained to me how that happens. Uh, all right, 888-934-7874, the uh, phone number uh, here on the show. Let me grab this. Uh, uh oh yes, Joel, what's up? Hey, uh, yes, uh, yeah, Casey, I want to, uh, I guess I'm a, a vegetarian, okay, and uh, I'm not, as Ross called it, I was really impressed evangelical vegan, that craziness like that, but uh, this, that lady, she, how in the heck, one, did, did she even have a crowd to uh, to talk to, to lecture? And two, she's just used her moon bat. That's a very nice word for what I would use. She's a, just a psycho bimbo, to put it nicely. And uh, I can't believe she even gets any kind of, a, has any kind of credibility to, to say such. I don't even know a word for it. They bring her. They brought. Dude, they brought her into Oxford. They brought her into Oxford, and she's in a completely full room of impressionable young minds making this argument. Well, and I was me and Ross were talking and stuff. He's tried the uh, Impossible Whopper from BK and stuff. I can't eat the plant-based meat stuff and the, the fake whatever you want to call it. I get most yeah. of my protein from eggs and, and or peanut butter and stuff like that. And I'll occasionally eat meat. Now I'm not off the reservation about this. But again, I just wanted to come and say that lady, she's a, she, she's a, she's just a freaking whack job. And uh, you made a good point about you know you don't try to make meat taste like plants. So there, you know. <laughs> anyway, all right, sir. I just wanted to comment on that. All right, all right, no problem. Uh, you know, just to put the finishing touches on that story too. Uh, the, the, that time Ross ate the Impossible Whopper, he complained about it for three days because I think it lived with you for three days, right? It was your best friend yeah, for would, three it days. Would, it wouldn't digest. Like my system didn't know what it was. It just sat there in my yeah. stomach. So, has anyone? By the way, has anyone tried? Have you tried the KFC fake chicken yet? I, I have not read one positive. Thing. I haven't tried that. The other weird thing is the uh, the Taco Bell chicken wings. 
Are they are they not good? I don't. Well, I mean, they're from Taco Bell and they're chicken wings, so I don't know. I mean, they seem dangerous. How have you not tried it? I feel like if anybody would have tried it, it would have been you, just out of sheer morbid curiosity. Probably if there was one on the way home, I might stop and do it, but... There is one on the way home. Not it's th- right across the street from the station. Not the way I go home. Oh, you mean uh, up uh, Atlanta? It's almost there. like I go home a different way. Oh, I'm trying to think. Is there one up Atlantic? No, it's over on Falls of News. So... Well, you could deviate. Get some uh, delicious Taco Bell chicken wings. Wait, hold on. Maybe Ray Stajic has tried them. Hey, Ray Stajic from the Weather Channel, have you tried the Taco Bell chicken wings? No, that sounds absolutely disgusting. But maybe I will this weekend and report back to you on Tuesday. Well, if you survive. (laughs) Well, exactly. So Taco Bell chicken wings means... uh, You know, why don't you just do what you do best, you know? If If you do tacos, I guess if you do them well... And that's how you're, what your franchise is. Yeah, stick with tacos, right? I'm sorry, that have you ever heard like, of Jack in the Box, sir? I have heard of Jack in the Box. Yeah. That's a crazy, crazy. For anyone who's never lived near a Jack in the Box, you can go into a Jack in the Box and get, like, you can get a burger or a taco mm-hmm. or, I, you know, they have they basically run the gamut. So I'm surprised well, yeah, they have stir fry in there. I know, it's great. When I was a kid, I used to love their onion rings. And, of course, I haven't been to a jack-in-the-box in a couple of decades, but I can remember it was one of the staples. And When I was a kid, I used to have their uh, used to have their onion rings, good stuff. But, you know, they're one of those players that have it all. But, you know, it's uh, yeah, chicken wings at a Taco Bell. Uh, That's yeah. like getting a hamburger at Kentucky Fried Chicken, isn't it? A little bit. I'm That's just that. saying. I'm uh, just saying. Yeah, so, just But saying. to be fair, all of the, the hamburger joints do chicken sandwiches that are quite popular, so. <laughs> Yeah, they do. But who doesn't do a chicken sandwich? Don't say Taco Bell. Taco Bell doesn't. Oh, boy. Here they go. <laughs> Next right, going to be the chicken right. sandwich from Taco Bell, yeah. All right, so give uh, us a reason anyway. to, uh, uh, you know, uh, be excited <laughs> from a weather perspective. What do you got? Yeah, I'm excited about the weather. Yeah, how about near 70, mid-upper 60s? Um, some of us, especially from the Triangle South, might hit 70 degrees, like Fayetteville, uh, places like that on the Rocky Mount. A uh, warm day today and tomorrow, and then we'll ruin it tomorrow night into Sunday. Looks like we may get some rain showers. It might be a wet snowflake or two to our north early Sunday. Other than that, we're going to cool down quite significantly. A big change in the mid-40s with lows in the upper 20s. Real nice-looking Valentine's Day, mostly sunny in the mid-50s. But we're going to go mid-50s to mid-60s to mid-70s through next week, KC. Real big warm-up coming later in the week. It could get a little bit stormy. Okay. All right. Appreciate it, sir. Talk to you in an hour. Have a good one. All right. Yep. There you go. Ray Stajic from the uh, Weather Channel. All right. We'll come back. We can grab some calls. Uh, A few other stories we need to get into uh, over the course of the next hour and 15 minutes or so. Uh, It is the KCO Day radio program. Hang on. Secret to staying on track with your goals? HelloFresh. Their delicious recipes and doorstep delivery take the hassle out of mealtime. And their fit and wholesome plan makes eating well easier than ever. With HelloFresh, you can take your pick from 50 menu and market items each week and even customize your box by swapping in proteins and sides that work for you. Right now, get an exclusive offer during HelloFresh's President's Day sale. Get 16 free meals plus 3 free gifts with code RADIO16 at HelloFresh.com slash RADIO16. The show after the show is on the iHeartRadio app. Search KCO Day for the podcast on the iHeartRadio app. All right. Uh, good morning. 
And uh, welcome. It is 7.54 here on the KCO Day radio program. Let me grab a uh, phone call uh, real quick, and then uh, we'll get into a few other things. Is it uh, Daniel? Daniel? I pronounced yes. that correctly? Uh, good morning. Good morning, sir. I love your program, first one. And uh, uh, keep doing what you're doing. And uh, I just calling about the mean lady. Um, I don't understand what the binary gender means. You know, it's just crazy talk nonsense all the time. And uh, um, I don't know what I'm, what I am anymore. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if I am a female, a male, a gay. I don't know what I am. Then, well, uh, you, and, know, you, uh, can, you can evolve it from day to day, sir. So. Yeah, well, well, I'm going to be define myself better like a merchant. And somebody right. asking me again, I'm going to be said I came from Mars. And uh, probably the main lady talking and talking about all that nonsense. Probably she got a big piece of meat hiding on the basement of her house or his house or she's house. I don't know what, what call it anymore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, by the way. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. I got a big and a smart strategy for um, Republicans to win the seats on the midterms. The only thing that they need to do, my friend, is stand by over there, waving their hands, and smile. Do not talk. Let the Democrats talk. Because all the nonsense that they're talking, they're going to lose all the seats. Yeah, no, to your, to your point, uh, they will find, you know, it's the old, uh, they can snatch defeat from the jaws of victory, and, and we'll see it in some instances. It'll be a thing that happens, but uh, maybe maybe your plan's the best. How about they don't talk and, and um, uh, maybe hand out bacon or something? Yeah, that would, yeah, 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 you are, that's it. Yeah, 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 plan okay. base, plan base, plan base. All right. We're with, I'm, yeah. I'm with you, sir. Daniel, I appreciate the call this morning. Have yourself a, a good one. And, you know, this is the thing, too. That woman is speaking from a position of authority uh, as a guest lecturer or associate professor, whatever the hell she is, uh, at Oxford University, one of the premier institutions of higher education in the world. And, you know, arguably, uh, 
20 years ago, she would have to spout that nonsense on a street corner screaming at passersby. That's the, that's been the big transition. Sitting there flipping out, holding signs, doing the rest of it and now it's like, oh, you know, why don't you come in and shape young minds? That'll be fine. That's the that's where you've seen the uh, the big transition here, man. That level of crazy is now justified. All right, 888-934-7874. Coming up in the next hour, uh, Pete Callender abandoned us because he's a coward, so he's not on today. Or something. I don't know. He's on vacation or whatever. So he's like, yeah, I can't do it. So uh, we won't talk to Pete. But, um, you know, we got, we got lots of other stuff we're going to get into, including uh, Adele, who's in trouble. And I know you guys are all very concerned about Adele, the singer Adele. Who um, who apparently made a big gaffe? It's not it's not clear whether her uh, career will recover. I thought Adele was like, you know, current. She had current diva status. Is that not is that is that not a thing anymore? You remember how there are always some singers that were just on that upper echelon could do whatever they want. Like Mariah Carey was a good example back in the day. Mariah Carey could do whatever she damn well pleased. There was, a, there was that quote-unquote diva status there, and I guess I just kind of thought that that was modern-day Adele. I don't dislike her music. I don't necessarily, I, I don't go out of my way to listen to her music. I think she's a very talented singer. Um, and it's just, it's, it's crazy. Remember when they got mad at her for losing weight? So she was, she was a bigger girl, and she lost weight. That's it. She lost weight. She, she's not, you know, she's not a size zero right now, but she lost weight. Arguably, that's probably a healthy decision for her. And, uh, you know, you would think that'd be the end of it. Well, they, they jumped her crap. Well, now she's in trouble again. Speaking of our modern day society, we'll get into that coming up here on the uh, KCO Day radio program in uh, hour number three, which is right around the corner after your news. Hang on. Good morning and uh, welcome, everybody. It is the KCO Day radio program. Uh, it is 8.07 here on your Friday, hour number three. And uh, this is rather interesting. So the new tactic as um, uh, moonbats and uh, politicians and basically anyone who uh, disagrees with the, uh, uh, the anything that the truckers up in Canada are doing, uh, they, apparently, they uh, down in New Zealand, some uh, truck group organized there to do something, and the police went in and just went all, uh, you know, a, a, a jackboot on them. So they put that down. Uh, there is concern here in the U.S. that uh, truckers may uh, uh, harass and, and block off traffic surrounding the Super Bowl or the, perhaps even Joe Biden's State of the Union, which I find, uh, excuse me, uh, deeply ironic. Considering the part where everyone's screaming, you can't have people that are shutting down roads after they literally shut down roads. You can't have people that are having small fires to keep themselves warm. 
after they had large fires, like, you know, to the tune of entire uh, shopping centers. Um, now, all of a sudden, this stuff's so, uh, not okay. They're working with the various funding groups, the GoFundMe. And, uh, what's the other one? Pay to go, where uh, basically they're saying um, that the, for the very same way, and by the way, just so you understand this, GoFundMe literally profiled and promoted the ability to help fund Chap, Chop, uh, Chop Chaz. Right, they sent promotional emails talking about, "Hey, here's here's this guy, and he's doing a really good thing." And there, the 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 autonomous stuff that you saw there in Seattle. Meanwhile, you saw all the funding stuff that's going on there. Well, this is the new tactic. Are you ready? So, activist groups are now targeting uh, insurance companies that handle commercial truck insurance, demanding that the companies, if they uh, if anyone participates in something like this. Uh, refuse coverage and drop coverage to those commercial truck drivers, arguing that because they're utilizing their the the very thing that is insured in the course of and then they use all sorts of fun words like insurrection or uh, illegal activity that the insurance companies, um, you know, why would you insure something where they're going to put that truck in danger? I mean, they go all heightened whatever. Uh, where it's just the end of the world for if they're going to have their truck uh, in that in that scenario, but they're targeting the insurance companies because this is how these groups act. They don't counter whatever the point is. They don't respect the fact that even though they may disagree with that particular protest, um, that there are, they want they agree with the concept that if people are going to protest, that they be able to protest. No, 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 no. They're going to go and once again they're going to use all their activism and their fake Twitter accounts and everything else to start going after these insurance companies that insure uh, these these truck drivers. So uh, where that ends up, I don't know. I just happened to see a uh, a thread where they were talking about that from the uh, same folks who uh, uh, essentially do all of these fake uh, Twitter pushbacks. Sleeping Giants uh, types of uh, organizations, and this is where they think they're going to go with this. We'll see. You know, I'm, I admittedly I'm not a hundred percent on how uh, commercial truck insurance works, uh, or the dynamic between the insurance companies and the trucks. Like, you know, financially, is that in their best interest to start singling out? And how would you even determine that somebody was there? You would have to say that they're in a certain area where a protest is going on. And then, of course, there would be a bunch of activist groups that would happily walk around and take pictures of license plates and send them to the companies. So they would have verifiable proof if people were in a certain area. But this is, this is how we argue. This is how, uh, this is how we, uh, we do, uh, do things now. We don't, we don't repute what somebody says or what the idea is with a better idea. Uh, we make it so they're not able to express their idea at all, or their livelihood goes away. And you don't—there's not even much you have to do. Like everyone's mad at Adele. I literally had to look up what she did. So uh, apparently, she won some awards at the Brit Awards. Big fan of the Brit Awards. Um, not not really familiar with them. I I don't know. If, is that some? It's like their music awards. Okay. So anyway, so she won, she won, let's see, um, she runs several, but the category, here we go, the category where people are upset is she won for best artist, and uh, the category used to have best female artist and best male artist, as a lot of award shows do, but apparently so they could get all woke and stuff, they did away with that, and instead it is a gender-neutral artist of the year award. 
So of all the men and all the women. And you know what? By the way, I'm fine. Whatever. I really don't care how you do your award show. I don't have to watch them. That's what Ross is for. He has to watch all the award shows. He just, you know, forgets sometimes. And so, fine, she wins this award. And it's the first gender-neutral Artist of the Year award. And she gets up and has the audacity to point out during during her uh, during her acceptance speech, quote, I understand why the name of this award has changed, but I really love being a woman and being a female artist. I do. And uh, apparently that has uh, has set off the uh, the crazy folks. Uh, yes, immediately Adele's speech was met with criticism for being anti-trans, labeling Adele a turf. Um, let's see here. Uh, that stands for trans exclusionary radical feminist, by the way. If you ever heard that and didn't know what the hell, like turf, like, uh, you know, foot, like a football field. No, no, no. It's you're a woman, but you're not you're but you're 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 more convinced you're more concerned about women than you are trans rights, or at least in their opinion you are or something. I don't know. <sighs> Let's see here. Yes, it's not the first time that Adele has run sour of people who cre- who had previously claimed to be fans. After losing uh, weight, she posted several photos. Oh, so they're accusing her of fat shaming. That's what it was. Yeah, they accused her. Of, it was the photo thing. That's right. She posted a photo after it hadn't posted in a while. Posted a photo. and People were like, oh, my God, that who is that? That's Adele. It's crazy because she had a radical transition uh, with the amount of weight that she lost. And again, she didn't, necess- she didn't make herself stick thin or anything. She just made herself... Um, you know, closer to what I guess would be the ideal weight for her, uh, you know, height and all that. And um, people lost their damn minds. How dare she post photos? Never mind that she's a big celebrity and, and the paparazzis will take a million photos of her and post them. The fact that she posted one to like Instagram or something uh, was some sort of big sin, man. And now she's in trouble because she says she likes being a woman. Perfect. Uh, Mark, what's up? Hey, Casey. Just to add on to what you're talking about here, this just shows that we're winning. Um, Whenever someone breaks down and they they either resort to name-calling, you win. When they start going after things like truckers' insurance, that means they've got nothing to refute the argument. And the only way to combat that is to spin back on it. You you know, truckers need to go out there or contact an insurance company and find out which ones won't cancel them for doing that. Everybody just moves over there. Let them, the free market will win. But whenever they start calling you names as transphobic, racist, whatever, wild card is, wild card phobe, you know you won. And you tell them that. Just look at them and laugh and go, I win. All you got is names. And they've got nothing, so all they can do is cancel. It's like Joe Rogan saying, it's like you saying, it's like Rush Limbaugh's been saying, said for decades. You're winning when, you're, when, they, when they break down and go to the names. But they're not going to give up easily. No one has ever given up this kind of power easily ever in the course of human history. It's going to get ugly. They're going to get meaner. They're going to get nastier. Get right. Well, get but, your head around here's, it. but here's the here's the problem, sir. And, and and I and I understand the free market argument. But in many instances, we have industries. And if you look at and thanks for the call there. If you look at social media, this is a good example. Or big tech, we have industries that are so dominated by such a small handful of companies 
that if they're all in mental lockstep, yes, I understand that people are like, all right, well, we're going to go start something, but you saw what happened with Parler. Um, and I understand that Rumble's doing what Rumble's doing and, and all the rest of this. But, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, those are drops in the bucket. Those are drops in the bucket to the industries that are out there. And you saw the ability of social media to partner together to quash one of their potential competitors already in the form of Parler, working with politicians to do that during the last uh, election cycle. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4Patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4Patriots.com slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. And, you know, banks, you know, one of the other things that they do is they go after banks, too, uh, to try to get some of these larger banks to divest their business uh, and the uh, processing of business that they do uh, for uh, companies like that are involved in firearms and stuff. That's a that's a big that's a big thing that kind of goes on behind the scenes that people uh, don't talk about. And so if you're a firearm, if you're if you're a gun shop or if you're a website selling firearms anything firearms related and you're unable to process transactions because visa won't process your stuff or mastercard won't or chase bank or wells fargo or whatever it is depending on how they go after it you get enough together you make it very difficult to do business and it's not a pure apples to apples capitalist i'm just going to move over to another company it puts businesses in a position where now they have they have an inherently increased cost of doing business, and they're not able to service many customers for, um, you know, for certain financial transactions. Depending on which state they are, uh, maybe none. So it's really underhanded. It's really, in, but it's really the the way that that people go about this now, and the the left has weaponized this in a very successful manner. And I wish it was as simple as, well, you know, will capitalism will prevail? In some cases, it will. In others, I, I don't know the answer. I really don't. There's, there's too few, especially on the tech side, there's too few companies that control everything. Everything. And if you think that they're not going to push back on their own unseating, uh, you're crazy. And uh, by the way, they're also willing to throw them under the bus. Facebook is getting thrown under the bus right now. I got no sympathy for them, but um, you know, uh, uh, many of the uh, the far leftist folks have determined that Facebook didn't do enough. Mark Zuckerberg isn't doing enough, and so 
Um, they're feeling the pinch. There's a lot of activism against them. And you just saw where they actually lost they lost uh, subscribers or, or people uh, uh, users, which I believe is something that had never happened on a quarterly basis for Facebook. So lots to think about. 818 KCO Day radio program. Back in a bit. Celebrating 10 years and still going strong. Thank you. KC is on 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. All right, uh, good morning. It is uh, 823 here on the KCO Day radio program. An interesting article. So according to, uh, let's see. Well, this looks like, it, so I think they're, this article is misrepresenting it. Are, are there certain names for your baby that are off limits in the United States? Well, it depends. It uh, depends where you live. Certain states have uh, strict naming laws or stricter naming laws, whereas others like Kentucky have none in place. You know, there are some, you know, in, um, there are some countries, some of the Nordic countries, where if you're having a baby, you literally have to submit what you want to name your kid. And then it has to be approved. But as you've seen over here in the United States, apparently you can pretty much name your kid anything you want. Although didn't uh, didn't that, that one couple name their kid Hitler or something? And it turned into a whole thing with like, where was that, New Jersey or something? They, they came in and tried to take the kid. I think they did take the kid, but it was for some other stuff. All right, so some specific states have strict naming laws, and a few states like Kentucky have none. Regardless, there are a handful of names that were ruled illegal by courts within the U.S. Okay, so that's what it is. I don't, I don't know that I believe all of this stuff. This is, who, whose article is this? Okay, this is from uh, the Honolulu CBS station. Okay. All right, so um, it says here you can't name your kid king or queen. Jesus Christ. I, I got to be honest. I don't know that. I don't, I don't believe that Jesus Christ thing. I don't know that the government could pass a law saying you can't name your kid uh, Jesus Christ. Because, you know, you touch into the whole religious aspect of it. You, apparently, you can't name your kid Santa Claus. Majesty. I, now, that's not, that can't be true. That I know that's not true because we have audio from a majesty. Uh, that's um, this one. How dare you? That person's name is Royal Majesty. How dare you? So are you saying that that's not their real name? I am. I am How shook. dare you? Yeah. That's the royal majesty right there. All right, so you can't name your kid uh, Adolf Hitler, Messiah. The at symbol. Or 1069. I get I've, Those must have been specific court cases. Uh, also, uh, courts have rejected putting numerals in your child's name, such as an example of a mother who had attempted to name her child Monica, but instead of the I, it was a, a one. 
Some states also limit the number of letters that can be used, as well as the inclusion of pictograms, obscenity, symbols, emojis, or any other offensive language. America is not the only country to ban certain baby names. Court cases around the world have rejected the following names. Chief Maximus, rejected by a court in New Zealand. Ross, did you guys consider Chief Maximus uh, when you were selecting a name? I know you guys went with Lincoln. I think it was like going to be number two or number three, yeah. Was that number, number yeah, two or number like that, three? Yeah. Uh, in Mexico, a court rejected a parent who attempted to name their kid Robocop. Okay. New Zealand also rejected somebody who attempted to name their kid Sex Fruit. I hope you took the parents into custody. Malaysia rejected Snake uh, Friday. Uh, a, a parent last year in Germany was ruled against by German courts who attempted to name their child, I kid you not, Osama bin Laden. What are you doing? In Sweden, courts rejected the naming of a child whose parents went with Metallica. Who would name you would name your kid Osama bin Laden? I'm telling you, man. People are people are absolutely nuts. Alright, we've got another half hour to go. Don't go anywhere. KCO Day radio program. A new decade on the calendar and celebrating 10 years on the air. This is 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and News Talk 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. All right, uh, let me just throw this out there because I keep seeing this stupid thing everywhere and I've never played it. I have no idea what it is. Uh, Ross, do you know what Wordle is? Wordle? Um, as far as I know, it's how the government programs you every day. I'm assuming that there is some government intervention. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, but it's some. It's obviously some word game because I see people post their little stupid logo of... It's like they, their puzzle border. It's like the green, yellow, and like black squares, yeah. and I have no idea what any of it means, and nobody cares. I have no idea. So, if, and so let me throw this out there. If somebody plays Wordle and Ross and I are just missing the boat, you call and tell us, Okay. I don't know that it'll change things. Uh, and look, I like puzzle games, but I get annoyed with things that become a national fa- uh, fascination. Um, like uh, Pokemon Go. Grown-ass adult. I used to watch grown adults walk around trying to find things that weren't there. Remember when, remember when Dr. Campbell was putting yes, something in your studio? I was just about to say, Dr. Campbell yeah. used to come in doing that. Yeah. Yeah, he came, he'd go into Ross's studio. It's like, there's a thing in here. You're like, dude, you went to, how many years of schooling do you have? Like, you touch people's, literally, you touch people's hearts. You cut people open. I don't need you chasing around an imaginary creature with your phone. So, and I'll point this out because it's getting out of hand. This headline, Chicago woman rescued from naked kidnapper thanks to Wordle. The viral marketing on this is amazing. A naked man crept into an 80-year-old Chicago woman's bed and held her hostage for 17 hours, but she was finally rescued after her daughter called the cops because the woman hadn't texted her the day's Wordle answers. (laughs) Uh, 
Denise Holt was asleep on Saturday when the mentally ill man broke into her home. Uh, the intruder identified as uh, 32-year-old James Davis, who was reportedly bloodied with a broken uh, from a broken window, slipped into Holt's bed while clutching a pair of scissors. Uh, he told the woman, quote, I won't harm you or molest you. Uh, he ordered her to take a shower with him, though, in her nightgown, but said, no, I'm not warm enough. We have to take a bath. Great. After the bath, she said he dragged her around the house, disconnected the phone, and took a couple knives from the kitchen before uh, taking her into the uh, uh, basement, which he then blocked the door with a chair. Didn't put her on any lights. Eventually, again, the daughter was, you know, hey, Mom, you haven't texted the uh, the answer there. The Wordle stuff. And so she, um, trying to determine, she just straight up called police? Okay, so the, the daughter lives in Seattle. Notice that Mom had not texted her about the word logic puzzle. Um, I didn't send my older daughter a Wordle in the morning, and that was disconcerting to her, said the woman. The family then called police. What's well, a huge escalation, isn't it? You go from mom didn't send this thing she was supposed to to calling the police. Maybe mom's busy. Maybe mom went shopping. Maybe mom, uh, you know, met a guy on Tinder. You don't know. Now, in this case, it was a good thing they called police, but, you know. They got... Seems like a bit of a leap. They're at 888-934-7874. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know how much Wordle had to do with that, but you just keep sending your stuff. Also, uh, in uh, uh, Jefferson, uh, the manager of a Denny's there, according to police, was, uh, in addition to managing the Denny's, was also using it as a front to deal methamphetamines and fentanyl. Right. Authorities say that Melissa Lingfelter sold the drugs uh, to customers who would come in. And uh, now, now, what do you think the Denny's code words are? Because we always do these stories and there's code words, right? There's code words. Like, what was it with the pizza, right? Didn't they have, like, code words or something? What, what was There was one story where they actually did use code words. And so I just assume that anyone in a restaurant environment that's dealing drugs on the side is going to be using code words. And for Denny's, uh, you could use, you know, there's a lot of amazing ways, your little plays on words, because they have some of the really dumbest names for some of their dishes. You know, you get like uh, moon, what is it, moon over my hammy? Isn't that one of the Denny's? I think that's one of the Denny's dishes. I always order the same thing, so I don't really look at the menu. Pretty standard. Just give me the standard breakfast kind of thing, but get a, uh, you know, meth over my hammy. Boom, there you go. Or you got to order something weird. I think that's what we determined. You got to go in, you got to order something that nobody would ever order because you don't want to run the risk that somebody is going to order something, but it'd be, um, you know, they really actually want it, but instead you deliver a meth. Because you know, not all, not everyone's going to deal with that real well. So maybe a play on the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity, or that's not Denny's. That one, right? Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. I think that might be um, uh, IHOP. 
Just saying. Uh, Donna, what's up? Good morning, Casey. Morning. So, so Wordle, you have six chances to guess a five-letter word. And the yellow blocks that you're seeing are letters that are in the puzzle, that are in the word, but mm-hmm. in the wrong position. And the grayed-out mm-hmm. letters aren't in the puzzle at all. And then when you get it right, then, it's, then they're all green. Unfortunately, today's the day that the New York Times took over the independent puzzle. Though they vowed that um, there won't be any ads or you won't have to uh, pay through the paywall to get to it. Uh, we don't believe that. Yeah, but the words but, are going to be like, you know, they're going to be like woke words, probably. <laughs> probably, right. Exactly. Okay, well, now, uh, now, I want to, uh, now I want to play it less. So, you know, there's got that going for us. There, there is, uh, I guess, the organic game. You can um, get a link to download it onto your desktop, and it will be the exact same puzzle um, that the New York Times is playing. However, there were some questions about copyright going down the road. So, I don't know. They've, they've destroyed it, much like the rest of what liberals do to everything they touch. So, that's that. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, thanks for the call there, Donna. That's a... Uh a happy sounding uh, outlook there. Uh, you were, I know you were screening calls. Uh, we're trying, uh, Ross. I'm trying to figure out what are the code words if you go to the Denny's and you want to order some meth. Uh, how you would accomplish it's, uh, that? It's, the, uh, uh, it's give me some meth. No, 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 no. Dude, have we had this conversation where you got to? It's got to be something nobody would ever order because you don't want to accident. You got to have code words so people don't hear it. So, like, you can't order, like, meth over my hammy because it might could be mistaken for moon over my hammy, which I believe is one of their dishes, or uh, Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity or uh, any of the other stupidly named uh, uh, things you can order. So you got to order, like, 52 ketchups to go or something, you know, with whatever you're buying, and that's the I just code want, to get the meth. I just want 127 syrup packets. Okay, see, that's right, because that's what this was. It was a Waffle House, right, where we saw this story. Or some Waffle House employee was dealing drugs out of there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the McDonald's guy with the Happy Meal with the pot in it who got caught because he put pot in a Happy Meal where they just wanted a Happy Meal. You got to be careful. So like this Denny's manager, who knows? Who knows? All right. 888-934-7874. Coming up on the show, uh, we got the world's greatest attempted alibi. I know exactly what's up here, so we'll get to that story uh, here in the uh, final segment of the show. Also, Jeff Bellinger right around the corner, but right now, uh, we go to Ray Stajic from the Weather Channel. What's up, man? Not much, KC. Um, some great weather coming up over the next couple of days. Boy, everybody's going to start getting spring fever, and things are going to start popping out of the ground, probably. Um, warm weather, almost near 70 and. Some spots, especially in and around the Triangle. Uh, plenty of sunshine, too, so real beautiful weather today. I'm going to go mid-upper 60s. Tonight, mild in the mid-40s. Uh, tomorrow's the real winter. As sunshine comes back, and we make it in the upper 60s, and some spots do get to 70 degrees or maybe a degree or two above that, and the change will start coming in as we look ahead toward late Saturday night and early Sunday. Sunday, a chance of rain showers. Uh, won't be much precipitation. I think if there is any snow or wet snow, it's probably going to be just north of us. And a chilly Sunday in the mid-40s, but much better Monday. Sunshine's back. Valentine's Day will be in the mid-40s. Then quick warming trend by later next week, KC, could be into the middle 70s. And we'll see rain chances going up 
pretty big storm after some quiet weather. It's going to come in out of the west, and by Wednesday and Thursday, we'll start hearing about it with rain and severe weather across the central and eastern U.S., uh, with maybe a pretty good stripe of heavy snow well to our north, but uh, the pattern's going to change, and we'll go from dry, chilly weather beginning of the week to warm and wet weather toward uh, later Thursday into Friday. All right, man. Appreciate it. We'll talk uh, on Monday. Have a good one. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk Tuesday. Go Bengals. Wait, hold on. Are you taking Monday off? Uh, yeah, every year. All these years, and you still don't remember. Day after the Super Bowl is a holiday for me. Yeah, but Dallas isn't in it because, you know, remember they got their butts kicked. So, Well, There's you know, I, I had dreams. I had dreams that they would be in it. So, And it just, I said, well, I might as well just keep taking it off. Maybe someday they will. Okay. All right. Keep Keep the dream alive. We'll talk to you Tuesday. See you, man. All right. Yep, yep. And uh, we'll chat with Jeff Bellinger next. Hang on. Ten years of news twice an hour and smart talk all day. 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. All right, good morning. It is 8.52, and your Bloomberg update being brought to you by Containers for Less. That's Containers, the number for less.com. Jeff Bellinger, what's happening today? Well, good morning and happy Friday, KC. Worries over runaway inflation sent stocks lower in yesterday's trading. The key indexes had losses ranging from 1.5% to just over 2%. Investors are concerned about the impact inflation is having on the economy and also about the Federal Reserve's response to inflation. Interest rate increases could help to tamp down price pressures, but they could also cut short the recovery. Mid-month reading from the University of Michigan may show that consumer sentiment has has eroded slightly over the last couple of weeks. That report comes out uh, right after the markets open this morning. Inflation is hitting Super Bowl party hosts. The price of chicken wings is up 12% from a year ago. Wings are in short supply in some areas. A bowl of guacamole will cost you more. USA Today says the average price of an avocado is $1.24 compared to $0.78 cents last year. Beer prices are higher, and driver shortages may mean you'll want to, uh, you'll have to wait longer for pizza delivery, so order early before the crowd gets super hungry. A lot of people were traveling over the holidays despite concerns over the spread of Omicron, and that gave Expedia a boost. The online travel agency posted a bigger-than-expected fourth-quarter profit. Not a lot of interest in the Winter Olympics, it turns out. The games in China are nearly half over. They've drawn about half as many TV viewers as the 2018 Olympics in South Korea. The Hulu streaming service may lose some of its high-profile programming featured on the platform. Sources say CNBC or Comcast, NBC, a Universal wants some of the shows for its own Peacock streaming service. A change in NBC Universal's partnership with Hulu could take effect in the fall. Some shows, including Saturday Night Live, may not be available on Hulu right after they air. A new COVID-19 workplace policy is taking effect today at Amazon. Fully vaccinated employees no longer have to wear masks in Amazon warehouses. And uh, KC, the airline's been bringing back some of the things passengers enjoyed before the pandemic. American Airlines is resuming serving uh, hot meals to first-class passengers on longer flights. The hot food will be back Wednesday on flights of at least 1,500 miles. And over the last half hour, our stock market futures have improved. We have the uh, Dow futures up 38 points, so we could see a little bargain hunting this morning. KC? No. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff. Have yourself a good weekend. Uh, you going to watch the Super Bowl, I'm assuming? 
you know, I, I don't follow football. I will be very happy to hear if the bank, the Bengals win on Monday morning because I do a station in Cincinnati and they'll be, it'll be a lot of fun if they do. Uh, but it'll also be fun to listen to the guys over on LW, uh, losing their minds. So, you know, you've got that for you. So as well. All, All right. right. Thank you much. You have, have a, a good, good weekend. One. Take care. Yep. There you go. All right. Jeff Ellinger there. Probably not going to watch the Super Bowl. That's okay. You don't have to. I think I'm gonna have I'm gonna I'm gonna have some Taco Bell wings, uh, Uber Eats delivered to you, Ross, for the Super Bowl. What do you think of that? You can give them a try. Give us a report on Monday. Let us know. That'll be okay. All right. Let me grab uh, just a couple other things here, real quick. Do 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 do. A security guard. Um, look. I, under, I would think that being a security guard at a museum or an art gallery or something like that, especially on the overnights, could get a little could get a little boring, right? That being said, no, what's up with this dude? So a security guard at a Russian art gallery um, apparently suffered a lapse of sanity on his first day, according to the uh, curator there. The guard apparently approached a painting that's worth uh, like 1.3 million U.S. dollars of artist uh, Anna Leporskaya. I don't know. Uh, the painting from uh, 1933 uh, is called Three Figures, and, uh, and again, it's worth $1.3 million. Basically depicts three primary people, but the, they're faceless. So you see the outline, it's abstract art, obviously, but there's no faces there. Well, according to the uh, art gallery, the uh, guard, quote, got bored and took a pen and drew eyes on two of the figures. The man, believed to be in his 60s, has obviously been fired. And police have opened an investigation. Uh, art restoration experts say that luckily uh, they feel that this will be easily repaired. Um, but they did use a branded ballpoint pen to draw the eyes onto the painting. Uh, but uh, only through what they say was the first layer of paint. As the suspect did not apply strong enough pressure to actually touch the canvas. So I guess that's... Are going to be able to do that? But yeah, yeah, probably don't draw eyeballs on the really expensive art in the art gallery that you're the guard of. Okay? Very simple. Very simple. Uh, you know, just really probably if you don't have, probably don't even have that many rules, you know, make sure the door is locked and don't draw on the artwork. Um, The painting had been on loan from, I don't know, the uh, State Gallery of Moscow. Oh, so maybe maybe Putin considers it's his. Uh, here we go. So the guard is facing a fine of $400 and um, uh, a one-year correctional labor sentence. Oh, you might get the gulag for that? I think you'd get the gulag for basically anything there in Russia. The damage and restoration cost is estimated to be around $2,500. But again, it's worth $1.3 million, so um, probably not a good idea. All right. That's it, everybody. Uh, in, you know, enjoy the weekend. Do what you're going to do. Obviously, we'll be, we'll be here on Monday because unlike Ray Stajic, um, you know, that's what we do. Tough it out. 
Uh, so uh, we'll be talking about all of the insanity and the news that will uh, break over the weekend and uh, have it for you. Make sure you follow us on Twitter as well at CaseyOnTheRadio.com. Otherwise, have a good one. See you next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.